Double Dudes, the Zoobs, my co-host, me, the man of uh, Mix Up Our Nicknames. The new space <laughs> has to be twisted. You're the man of 100 likes. I'm Sports. Mr. 50K. Entertainers. And uh, we're here with you, rocking and rolling with the Wednesday Night A Show. The Sword and Shield are here to bring you all the hard-hitting analysis, the backstage, the front of stage, all stages for of tonight's Alito. third anniversary edition of aw dynamite hello to the brainiacs in the chat and hello to you these zooms how are you doing tonight i feel energized i feel excited i feel like it was a big a good big night of dynamite i think the the weaponized backstage <laughs> politics now <laughs> um it's it's uh i thought this sort of a, a buzzy night it, when they sort of hadn't maybe hadn't had one in a, in a in a hot minute that was felt positive um, I had a good time for most of this most of this show. I sort of uh, oh, enjoyed on. it. Excited to see what the Brainiacs think. Pumped up to come out here. We're a week away from Dynamite Live in Toronto. We learned so much about Toronto, uh, and we're so excited Sister about me, some of the stuff that we Zoom. have to announce for the live show next week. Excited about what Matt's going to do on this show next week when we're on around. Who knows? Uh, I'm coming in fired up, and and the Brainiacs obviously agree with me. Some great subs out of the top. A buzzworthy night of AEW Dynamite. Never a non-buzzworthy night here on the AEW Double Dude Zoobs. You're right. A bunch of subs, I feel like, came in there. I see a rest. A hype train is close. I heard the song right out the gate. Botch-style pile driver. Gifting five Come subs. On. Who could put it better than that? Come on. And thank you, as always, Botch-style. It never goes unappreciated. Happy like the song says. Day. It's very generous. Uh, Kev Sell subscribing for 23 months. That's almost a two-year anniversary. That's only one year shy of where AEW Dynamite is. Zoops. Think of that. Think I, of I, I will terms. say. I'll say we called this, what we call it, season three two weeks ago. So continuing uh, the theme of AEW is about two weeks behind our, our thought process. Like we, we come up with like great ideas and about two weeks later, <laughs> AEW is like we got to do that, so that that's about in step with uh, with how things have been timed. So yeah, two twenty four months, three, two, three year anniversary of Dynamite. That's crazy. I was actually reflecting a little bit on that. We'll get through the rest of the subs, but have you, I, the three year anniversary made me reflect on uh, how many of these we've done. We're we're, we're past the two year mark of uh, messaging you out of the blue to, to stream about on. wrestling. I mean, it's crazy. We're coming up on two years of the rebrand to Wrestling Brain. Uh, it's exciting. So. Yeah. Wrestling um, brain rules. Plenty more. Look at all the subs are continuing to roll and you call for the hype train and here they, here they all come. Almost nothing could be crazier since we will talk about anniversaries of here, there, and everywhere tonight. Pacefall using his subscription at 19 months to say justice for El Idolo. Who could possibly disagree with that? I'm sure but maybe maybe we get producer Matt on the horn tonight because this is, this is a guy who's nary too passionate about wrestling but tonight a, a little siced about certain uh, happenings when two of the guys he does feel impassioned well, we'll bring him on later on in the show uh stone cold et subscribed for 14 month happy scissoring day Oops, you want... oh, sorry i was getting the chat i mean just it... that's that I don't know Come if I on. love that visual, if I do it all, but it gets a subscription, so hey, who the hell are we? Uh, America's so bad dropping the, the daddy magic faces, which we I love around Street's here. Brodo, please follow me. Happy scissoring day to the Brainiacs, says Sam Fells, and to you. Uh, Tiffany Stratton is the goat sick. I think we can all agree Tiffany Stratton is greater than Sammy Guevara. No arguments here. Easily. Uh, Qui-Gon Jin and Juicy. Extra 15 minutes was really nice just for letting things, yeah, lots on that later. Uh, E-Prime subscribing. For 23 months, again, near that two-year anniversary, saying wrestling brain rules, as does E Prime. That's what I have to say about that. Uh, Scott Brodo. Oh, yeah, go Brodo. 
Please Scoots Brodo subscribed for 16 months, 11 months straight, saying I'm Scoots Brodo. Uh, please follow me. Uh, yeah, that's how you say it. A bunch of primes, bunch of primes in there. A reminder again, if you are watching with us live on Twitch, Cadenza, subscribe with Prime. Right on cue, 12 months. They get a new badge. Uh, one year anniversary. Right there, the one year anniversary. Uh, it's very easy <laughs> to subscribe good. with Prime. It's free. Uh, you're already paying for Amazon Prime, Prime probably. You probably don't even know it, and you have a sub to Amazon Prime. Uh, you get a free Twitch sub if you do that. If you're listening on the podcast, if you're watching on YouTube later, uh, it's free to come to our Twitch page and subscribe to us if you have Prime. So you may as well. There's no I'm reason not, not to do it, you guys. Sicko, it's time. It's easy. Fruits are edible with Prime. Twenty-one months. Thank you, Fruits. Making the point. I mean, how long did that take? Probably Brodo, about five seconds. But please follow Scoots Brodo at Scoots Brodo over on Twitter. And a plug for his friend Scoots Brodo. If that isn't the spirit of generosity on full display, I don't know what is, Zeus. I, yeah, we'll talk about it later. I, maybe, maybe we've, you know, it's a, it's a lot of follow Scoots Brodo in the early part of the show so far. <laughs> so you're saying maybe we, you, you got to pay to play. <laughs> well, those are all subs. So yeah, from now on, I, I'm going to have to get rid of the Scoots uh, alert. And now if you want to say follow Scoots Brodo, it's a sub. No free commercials on these damn airwaves. The Zoom's putting his foot down. And who am I to disagree? Uh, thank you for the subs, everybody. If you're here for the first time, we would greatly appreciate a follow, be it here on the Twitch page, the YouTube page. If you're watching on Twitter, hello. So a couple people reached out this week to say, I like I like the watching on Twitter. So if you're there, surely you're already following us. But if you're not, for God's sakes, you're watching the show right now and you're not following us on Twitter, sickening. That's, well, there's, don't I'll follow us. Stay away I'll from me. I have not watched one of the uh, Twitter broadcasts, but it's got to be better to, to watch it on Twitch than it is on Twitter. It's got, like, as oh, hard yeah. of a migration as it may be, you get to come in here and make crazy things happen. Uh, well, and you get to talk to the Brainiacs. And part of the draw of the show is, is you're, you're in one of the savviest chats in wrestling. Yeah, that's a fact. Speaking of which. Speaking of which, Zoops, are you implying that it's time to do what we do best around here? I think it might be. What You know what? It's a little wacky. So I'm in a new space. Why, why, don't, why don't you get us there tonight? Let's, let's go crazy. Come on. If people like the idea, drawing subs for Zoom's talking more. <laughs> it's naked, assholes. I uh, like you. Wrestle 23, Matt Lee. Thank you, Am I Doing It Right, for the sub and for the Matt Lee face. Zoom, why don't you throw to what it is we do best here tonight? Let's go wild. We would like you to rank on a score of 1 to 7 what you thought of tonight's AEW Dynamite. 1 being the worst, 7 being the best. 1 was you hated it, 7 you loved it. Simple as that. Because listen, you didn't spend money on tonight's episode. It was a free television. Uh, maybe you paid for cable, but regardless, we weren't paying per view. We'll say that much. But Josh, what did you spend tonight? Fun. Maddie, play that music. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Come on. 
discourse rolling in Zooms, which is, you know, the way we like it here. Uh, sense from the people, uh, the pulse from the page, the the giving voice to the voiceless. This is where we get to hear from the Dan Brainiacs show, part of the show. I love Zoobs, uh, but I don't know, Zoobs. A lot of scores to come in here tonight. I, I don't know if, if a guy should really try to read them super quickly. What, what, what do you think? Should I even attempt it or do we just move on? Josh, you're in a new space. It's It's 88 new beginnings. I think you need to explore your new space, stretch out, give your lungs a chance to fill the room here. Um, from where you were to where you are now, I think you need to read these names out as fast as you can. Oh, with the zooms in my sails, there's nothing I can't do. Here we go, faster than ever. Hits Marrow with the six, Scoots Bird with the seven, America so bad with the six, Stone Cold DT with the six, Dennis Dirty Work with the five, Blockshot Power Driver with the six, C Step with the five, with the five, Pace Fall with the five, point seven five, James with the five. Can you say that louder, please? With the five and a half, am I doing this right? With the six, good friend Jake with the six, Thomas BW, the six and a half, Tom with the six, ever one with the six, I am Ahab with the six and a half, Hartnett with the six and a half, Cadenza with the six, Cupsell with the six and a half, Fruits are edible with a six, Area Thresh with a five and a half, Yeast Breath with a five and a half, Quagon Gin and Juice with a six, DJ Stern Dive with a four, E Prime with a six, Corvax 1266 with a six and a half, Manny Mac with five, with a six. Area <laughs> Thresher redeeming a take a hit and Bobby Burritos with a six. <laughs> Bad Aaron really threw you off there. <laughs> uh, I want to I want to shout out uh, Emmy Hen in the chat at M Hen Art. So some of some of the, the the greatest crafts on on the damn internet. Give the give a link in the chat if you can, Emery. I love that stuff. Uh, two take hits coming in. So what did you say the average was? That's a kind of a spread. If I'm being honest, one I didn't expect as I duck off camera. Yeah, I think if we're talking what number did I see the most, it's six. I don't think anybody went above six and a half. So you can't, there's there's probably as many fives and five, five and a half as so there are sixes. So I would say you're you're averaging out um, either a, a very high five or or straight into the six, sort of the, a flat six. Five, seven, five was sort of the, the spirit I was feeling there, Zoo. So I think, as usual, our two brain synergy is our natural wrestling simpatico well aligned. Uh, the show quite liked by the chat there. A couple fours coming in. Where was these oobs on this one? I think my instinct to come in and, and to sort of be as quickly blunt with myself as I can, I, I think it's a six. I, I don't think it pushed itself into the uh, echelon, but um i feel like it went fast which sometimes that we talk mm. about is sort of a is sort of a sign of a good show it went fast on a show that was um 135 minutes so it was like you, it was longer but also felt full it felt robust um i thought not everything was perfect there wasn't there was not everything was great but um good signs underneath it all sort of like the things that maybe weren't done great i think were done for good reason and sort of it, it on a bigger scale are good things so i think uh i think a six for me Impossible to talk about tonight's show without talking about that 15 extra minutes like you uh, talked about here for their third anniversary, Zoobs. Uh, am I a hypocrite that I, I would say, please, Dynamite, never become three hours? Yes. But I I actually think this 15 minutes is kind of a sweet spot in some ways. I, I thought the, the length of Dynamite tonight was kind of great. I, I felt it on the show in spots where matches were getting a little bit more breathing room. What did you think of this runtime? Could, could this be the new normal if you were the head of... TNT or are you solid on the two hours and we're creeping too close to three hours for you overall I did like it I thought it was a big I thought it was a big uh a big feeling show in terms of like there was you know as you said the matches had a little more to breathe you didn't worry so much uh 9 30 and the hangman matches on you're like okay it means we're going to get short change main event wise which I don't feel like we did mm. um some things that I you know they, they, you have you have room for a competitive Wardlow match that like more than just a squat from Wardlow which I think goes a long way 
uh, with, a, with a guy, definitely the kind of guy that we said he should be fighting. Um, I think there were three, maybe four women's segments on this show, which is something people people have asked about and talked about. They weren't perfect. They weren't, um, you know, the, it, it wasn't exactly what we want out of the division, but it's a start. Like, it's it's people getting mic time. It's um, side stories being told. So um, I, thought, I thought they did a good job of filling the extra 15 minutes. Yeah, I, I do think I agree with you. Ultimately, the 215, I... I Almost scared to say it. It did feel about perfect. Whereas, like I, you know, it's the 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 monkey's paw curling up. Where it's like, oh, oh, what about an extra forty five minutes? Like, ah, I, I hate to force you to be Vzoob so early in this program, but how do you feel about this being Dynamite's third anniversary? Can you put into words what these these three years have been like? And sort of where this company finds itself. Still a fledgling outfit, obviously. Uh, only three years in in the in terms of you know wrestling years but can you talk a little bit where we find ourselves in a, on their third anniversary it's I, I it's it's a very uh interesting intriguing part like the honeymoon period is definitely over right i think mm-hmm. this is sort of the thing is like um we were so thrilled to have anything in year one and then it, it got through the pandemic and it wasn't terrible i was like holy shit thank god and then you know last year at all out was the was the sort of the big you have all these big debuts you've got now you've got you know they're signing people where it's like left and right where it's like how can you not make this guy a star and how can this guy not be a star and this was going to be so easy and now you know fucking andrade's been here for a year and a half a year and a half andrade's been on this show and that insanity like it, 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 now we're getting like the all it, it's not enough to just be an alternative anymore right for 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 people especially as as much as the product you know isn't for the hardcore audience that we are i think here wwe's product isn't for that the people that like people that quit watching wwe in the last year and a half are now have seen enough to come back right people who stopped watching mm-hmm. wwe four or five years ago that haven't seen enough people you know i I'd probably count us in that like two three four years ago but people who got off recently have I'm seen enough to be like oh i don't just need an alternative i need it to be just this good and you know uh it's definitely interesting it's definitely interesting time to follow it i think uh I hope it I hope it comes out of this like stronger than ever. So it's it's definitely an interesting to see the growth, sort of that growth phase where it's like you gobble up everything to like now they're gonna have to be a little more careful about how they treat about you know, people come in, they're really excited, they have to actually have stuff, it has to go well. Like it's not just enough to not be New York, it's gonna have to be good, it's gonna have to be and especially now, like more than an alternative that's like, oh, the good wrestling matches are here. It's like, well, if New York lets them have good wrestling matches over there, then like it's it, it, the, the gap shrinks for some people. So um, I'm really intrigued. I think it's it's cool. I've always enjoyed this, the, the small big shows we talk about, the little um, every couple of weeks the show has a branding and it feels like a little mini pay-per-view. And I appreciate as a fan as well um, getting the Royal Road Marks like three-year anniversary. I think that's I think it matters to me. It matters to you because we've been here this whole time. We've mm-hmm. been doing this show for two years. It's sort of it, it is like a fun opportunity to mark the post and sort of take an examination of where you are and where the show is and where we are and like um you know we, we had this great run and now we have the we finally get our first live show next next week like um i think it's important to mark those things in the in the, in the sand so um yeah it, it, it surprisingly i think you asked me to be zoobs really early on i think it does run surprisingly deep uh for me especially to have these little demarcations what about you well, God, man, you said it so nicely, as you always do, that, that I hesitate to even take the ball and run with it, except to say that uh, you led by saying their honeymoon period is over. And I, I'm going to pick that up and totally agree, but also say 
at a time where they are at critical mass. Uh, this is where the the pressure's on and you are going to reveal yourself right as the goodwill is sort of dying. And mm -hmm. I think that is the very interesting cross-section that makes AEW basically as interesting to follow right now as I think it could be. And now, whether you're like Good me point. and you enjoy the, the geekery around the actual off-TV product, if you don't, the peak was a little while ago. But if, like me, you are interested in the business of pro wrestling and sort of the, the cycle around it, I mean, it's, it's bananas right now. And these these talks about Andrade and Sammy backstage, I think we'll have probably more concrete info tomorrow, but it sounds like after Andrade shit on him, uh, I think it was an Mex uh, interview in Mexico yesterday. I watched the interview with subtitles and it was... Uh, I mean, Andrade is just insanely cool was my takeaway from that interview. Uh, because I, I don't think the headlines really pick this up. Like, he talks about Sammy in a negative light after praising so many people. He's like, what was weird about Sammy complaining is I slugged it out with John Cena, with John Moxley, with Cody Rhodes, with, like, the stars of these companies, and none of these guys ever complain. This is wrestling. We get in there and we solve it in the ring. And you can see like his passion on display in these moments. And he's like, genuinely, it like runs, like it's, he is aghast that Sammy Guevara would be like, you hit me too hard. He's like, does, what are you talking about? This is Lucha Libre. And then after that, and Andrade is literally tweeting, next time I see you, we could have a discussion. How on earth do you get like, let these guys cross paths backstage? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. It, it's baffling. Like, it's, twice, it's twice now. Some, somebody has said, if you have a problem, come see me. And the next thing that happened was the guy came and saw them. <laughs> and then, yeah, but, uh, you know, the, the men of their word, at least, are Andrade and CM Hunk, I suppose. But uh, let's let's get this together uh, because it – and I don't want to – I don't want to be the over-speaker here because I thought tonight's show was great. And I think people have lobbied WCW and TNA – comparisons at AEW literally since it's Genesis and I've been on this program saying it's nothing like those you don't know what you're talking about but the chaotic nature of these things are happening suspension here these two can't be in the same room this dividing line this dividing line that does remind me of WCW it just absolutely does and not in a good way let's start working on that let me ask you before we move on, because I've asked you be the third person I asked this today, and I wanted to make sure I asked you it on air. How concerned are you about all this? Because I've had I've had three different answers when I asked that, because I'm still figuring out where I am. I don't think I am. Um, you know, I had somebody reach out and was like, until unless it threatens the business in any way, I'm I'm thrilled to read it. I had somebody else who was like, uh, a little bit, you know, it, it depends sort of what the next. If there's another thing, it depends sort of what the nature is, and then sort of you seem. Um, I don't know where do you where do you feel about all this so not concerned uh is where i am because uh, and i see dennis dirty work oh, always has great takes in the chat very similar i just don't want to make it look like i'm stealing his comment here the very yeah. similar thing that i'm going with here his comment is this is the price you get for relative freedom of talent and what i was going to say right along those is we're still at the line where like we talked about on my patreon episode zoobs Tension between competitors has led to multiple of the greatest feuds ever. This is a competitive product. Guys not liking each other, Andrade, Sammy, Eddie, Sammy, everybody in Sammy, it doesn't matter who, they, as long as they can work together, zero concern. And it sounds like maybe we can get to that place. Um, 
but if months from now the elite aren't back cm punk isn't back like if tony khan's reaction is i don't know what to do i guess we just put them away uh, then i'll be concerned but as for now the roster depth is showing itself uh this can be the wrestling and promo show and half of it can go away so if you'll remember i mean you might remember the timeline better than me there was a period of time we had no punk kenny yeah. mjf and the show was was still gangbusters like th this is a deep deep roster am i anxious for a time when we can finally get everybody going and in these feuds where we know there's friction absolutely am i concerned about like the well-being of the company long term this is wrestling there's not a federation on earth that that is in a disaster uh until they iron out everything and it's like oh wwe is a well-oiled machine it's like yeah it's a personality less gruel machine uh so no i i'm not concerned but but i i do appreciate the question and it would be a little disingenuous to be like there's not backstage stuff there as well it happens all the time with some of the biggest stars that have ever done it so without question uh it's just the the internet age and mine yours and everybody's appetite for this daily news cycle i think amplifies it to a to a different degree too let me say this there's one less ticket available for the live show. I'll say, oh, that's, all I'm, that's all I'm gonna say. Okay, so can you can you talk a little Toronto live show, Maddie? Can you show people the poster that they're gonna be able to win at the live show? And Zeus, can you talk a little bit about what we're gonna be doing at I think it's called Liberty Commons uh, next next week in uh, in Toronto? So listen, uh, we've learned from AEW the backstage drama, the the infighting is what is what gets it all hyped up, right? Say this: there's, there's, there's another show that's going to be at the Tim Hortons at, uh, in Liberty Village, five minute walk away from the Coca-Cola Arena. You could go to that, or you could come to Wrestling Brain Live. You can play Keep It or Kick It. You can play Merch Match. You can be entered in to win. We're bringing so many prizes that, like, it, it, we're, we're bringing prizes. You're getting food. You're getting drinks. You're getting the best damn Dynamite pre-show you could possibly get. The Liberty Commons uh, in Toronto, which is uh, it's right by the venue. It's actually, it's actually closer to the venue than the Tim Hortons, I'll tell you that much. Um, <laughs> the uh, but yeah, it's going to be unbelievable. Um, the, 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 we have four tickets left. Uh, we're, give, we're, we're giving away we're giving away the posters. We're giving away. We got grinders, stickers. Uh, Josh has been working his ass off on some video stuff. It's going to be a live show. It's not going to be like you come up and hang out and Josh and I are like hoping that you care that we're there and are like cool and hope that you buy us drinks. Like we're putting on a show. If you come to this, it's going to be awesome. I don't have any food. <laughs> Summer salad. Pasta. I will have food. I got a, the Bowl anonymous cakes. gifter. Fruit salad. Right in the middle of the damn plug. Perfect. Uh, that's a Bobby Burrito's poster, I'll have you know. Corn it's Bobby Burrito's poster. Cornstarch. Right, we earned I, it. Watch this. Corn watch my meditative ability. Just, just one Apple sec. Jazz. I can't really hear the words. Cheeseburger. I've listened to this so many Linguini. times. Linguini. You, you, you name Morgan every, Hill. you name every uh, season, and then just Winter put salad, salad at the end. <laughs> Winter salad. Pizza. <laughs> What's that? Uh, anyway, um, you play the sound alert to the live show. Yeah, but it's gonna cost. It's gonna cost the same as it does in bits to do it here. Like, cash. You have to walk yeah. out. <laughs> we'll, we'll have a tap. 
Yeah. I'll say Hold it. the tab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get one of those squares. <laughs> anyway, link is in the chat. We cannot wait to see you there. And if you don't come and you're in Toronto, we find out you went to the Tim Hortons, you're done. We can find your IP. You're out of here. It's over. Golden delicious apple. <laughs> Sorry, Pink dude, lady apple. Choking. How is Apple this still on? Legit. That would be choking out whoever goes to Tim Hortons for free to go see the other Canadian podcast guys instead of paying money to come see us. When has the free experience ever been something that paid money? We live under capitalism. I've been to that Tim Hortons. It's not a good place to... It's not conducive to a hangout. I'll just say that much. McVeigh Huge pondering spending bucks to get second row on the floor. We have good seats. You showed me our seats. Obviously, if you're not coming to the dynamite pre-show with us uh obviously we're not actually gonna cut you off but uh if you see us at the show say hello uh, there might be just, nasty I'll... casties there might be vod nation uh, the link I... is on our twitter just want to cut in here uh anonymous gifter we will get to what's matthew eating i promise you <laughs> yeah. when i have food in my hand Matthew's we will play eating. this game i'm going to grind this program to a halt just you... for you anonymous gifter <laughs> That's a good. That's a that's, good use. That's, that's even a, better. That's, yeah, that's way that's more. Honestly, value. that's honestly prime use for me. Is the person spends the twenty five bucks and does it anonymously, and Matt doesn't have food. But then Matt, it's like you're buying Matt a ticket just into the show. I know. At some oh, point, which is, I know. When it gets I delivered, I'm gonna I'm gonna start like just making chewing noises. Delivered. Is a big hint. VOD Nation and the chat. A big hint. It's getting delivered. Wow. All right. Wow. I'm sorry, Josh. I promise I won't. I promise I won't play along. I promise. You sickos. <laughs> you guys are sick. You guys are. You say one thing, okay, no more. And then it happens. And oh, it's all on anytime. I get it. I'm buzzing. I can't. Uh, uh, Tom Hummel with a, a great point here. The the bear claws at that Tim Hortons made with actual bears. Wow. I didn't know that. That seems. Uh, and I want one now for sure. Stone Cold DT managed to get front row. Hell yeah. That's going to be a blast. You better be at the our show. Or at least not at the Tim Hortons. <laughs> if you're at the fucking Tim Hortons, look out for a six foot nine zooms with an open hand when he sees I mean, you. I won't be there. I mean, give me a break. You know exactly where I'm going to be. Yeah, you'll be at Liberty Commons. Be with Liberty us. Commons, hosting the best show. Uh, again, as always, shout out to Bobby Burritos for, for handling our graphics and doing such a lovely job. This poster is... Uh, it's just incredible. I love it. I want like I will be hanging it up in my studio. Yeah, I'm I gonna will... get Zooms to sign mine. It's it's a must that I have that poster uh, in my house. Anyway, fantastic can't stuff. Wait. Can't wait. Good friend Jake saying my wife. Remember that I do. I do. Good friend Jake. And thank you to our mods, of course, Maddie Mac and good friend Jake, keeping this as a homophobia, racism, and transphobia free space. Shout out to the Axe and Lance of the network. We appreciate it very much. Well, what do you say, Zoobs? Is it finally time to start talking about uh, tonight's episode of Dynamite? I suppose all the plugs are out of the way. Everyone well, knows. I wanted to talk third anniversary too. We've sold, we've sold the ticket. We've sold a ticket. We got, the, we got the anniversary. I thought we touched the anniversary perfectly. It's time to get in. It's time to hear that best music in the biz. <laughs> the, the horrible Dynamite. music of Dynamite <laughs> plays us in, and we quickly get to see our pal Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Who looks huge? 
Max is looking jacked out there, Zoobs. Uh, uh, big man, MJF, the M stands for maximized maybe here, I thought looking bigger than ever, uh, to open up tonight's Dynamite here against Wheeler Yuta. I, ooh, man, the show is going so well. Okay, I, I'm, I, I'm Before you get into one, it, okay, yeah. let, let me just say, it. I loved, uh, loved MJF's look. Thank you for the gifted sons. That's so kind. Five is Ten. very generous. Yeah. And we thank you. <laughs> no clue what this is. Thank you so much. Is that is that 10? It's yeah. Ten. Didn't you hear the song? It said 10. We're going oh. to make, make, make a 10 song. <laughs> or do you play five twice? Yeah, we played five twice last week. That was the play. No clue what this is. 10 gifted and then leaving. That's unbelievable. And then leaving? That's, uh, uh, that's wow. All that's I'm a out mic tonight. drop. Love y'all. Unbelievable. Love you. Thank you, No Clue. Wow, that's that's the way to leave. Goodness. No kidding. No kidding. And listen, another rule. It should cost rule. money to stop watching, and actually. Another, another, another rule, yeah. <laughs> if you leave, you turn the stream off. Thank you <laughs> for the gifted service. Five is very generous. And we thank you. Done an awesome job monetizing the show. What can I say? That is one of my favorite songs we have on the network. Period. When Matt says five is very generous, it like legitimately makes me giggle. Good, good stuff. Uh, Zoops, I want to say one sentence and then immediately just say, Now you start talking about Wheeler Universe MJF. Zoops, okay? Is that okay to do? I love it. Let's do it. I am off the Wheeler Yuta wagon. Okay, Zoops, pitch it to Zoops, baseball style. <laughs> Has he looked so out? Is it because he's been so outclassed? Is this sort of a, is this sort of a like MJF has come in with with such a force personality and such a like the show is such a need for a anchoring personality and he does that? Has he gotten swallowed up or is it, um, I don't know. Ever since Dan Garcia, sort of that that where it started. Where I was where I ask you. I think because of those two opponents, potentially, uh, you touched on it there of like VMJF feud should be sort of a diamond at the center of the show and a match. Uh, I just don't think he's above average at anything. And that's MJF okay. Is, uh, MJF in his mid-card feuds with guys around his size has done this, I think, to all of them. Brian Swallowed Pillman Jr. Darby a bit too. Right, Darby before that feud and Darby after that feud, he's mm -hmm. been he's been doing tags with Sting basically nonstop ever since. Um, Brian Pillman Jr. basically jettisoned off the show. The shine certainly came off the Jungle Boy Rose. I don't know. Uh, listen, I, I there's something there, but I don't know that I would blame a wrestler for being like he's, rise to my level yeah, for sure. Uh, he's outclassing. He's outclassing them, and I and I think but, I think Garcia is doing a bit of that too. It sort of comes from the JX. Even from an agenting standpoint, and I, I saw our Twitter timeline just loved this match tonight. So I, I apologize. I hate to be the poo-pooing guy. I didn't think this was a bad match by any stretch. But I didn't think this was a match that totally matched their feud at all. Like, we've built this over a couple weeks. He's dying to finally get his hands on MJF. Said all sorts of things. Has been eaten alive on the horn. This guy's, like, exchanging pin attempts. Rolling around in the, mm. the ball thing forever. Every time he goes to the top rope over and over and over. And I did think that the uh, basically all the way across the ring top rope splash to, to a grounded MJF was pretty cool. Right. But I just, it's like, I don't know. It, 
feels like BCC is representative of something that Wheeler Yuta, especially in a feud against MJF, should be tapping into and bringing. And I just didn't think was uh, was brought in this one, Zoobs. Did, did you enjoy this match? I did. I think I thought I think more than you, and probably less than the chat is what, is what it looks like. As far as probably the maybe maybe where I am uh, in there, I think. Um, you know, similar to what you said, I, you know, my comment about MJF maybe some lapping the opponents that he's been placed in in the mid card. Um, I don't mean it in such a negative way. Just sort of a thing that I've noticed is like something that um, he can maybe uh, be a, a little clearly a standout. And you sort of maybe if anything, it makes me appreciate him more in in a, in a small way and and hope sure. and wish that he wasn't involved in these mid card things sometimes um, because. Yeah, Wheeler also sort of the the addition of uh, Claudio into the BCC sort of makes it, and and losing to to uh, Garcia, he sort of has lost a little bit of momentum. It it is a, there's a little bit of um, not directionless, but but he's certainly a, you know on the lower end of the thing. But it's a, it's an opportunity to get him some work. So I th I think he's been pretty good overall in the majority of of this back and forth. So I don't think I'm as off the uh, uh, off the off the path of Yuta Wheeler as you are. Qui-Gon Jin and Ju saying, A, I mean, Yuta isn't on MJF's level. I don't hold that against Yuta. Who do you hold it against? Uh, enjoy the match, but just more evidence that MJF is damn good at wrestling. Yeah, I don't I don't get this. What what what's that? Like if you're who who whose fault would that be besides you? So if you wrestle somebody better, you're not at fault for being exposed by it. Like I, I don't agree with that. I think that's how you find out, like, like in one way, it helps you find out who A-sides are. Guys like Okada or Bret Hart, where it's like, okay, what can you bring to the table? I'll try and make something great out of that. Um, Brian Danielson. But uh, no, I, I I disagree with that. I think I think this is the chance. Wheeler's not going to get a meatier feud than this. And uh, I, I, didn't, I don't think he's delivered in, uh, in it. But the, it's worth noting the crowd loved this. The crowd was super into it. Yeah. Yeah, the good, it's a good crowd overall tonight. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. And MJF's look here, some great gear. And again, just like filled out the in a big way. I love the entrance gear, the like doing the like shooter jacket with the with the towel, but doing it with his scarf. I thought it was a nice little touch of sort of like uh, matching the style of, of sort of what you expect going into a BCC match. Now, a very interesting uh, end of match and post match here, Zoobs, where against a grappler, MJF goes for his normal salt of the earth and then uh, kicks out the leg and sweeps to a belly down, like a Fujiwara Russian style arm bar, and taps out Wheeler Yuta clean. I can't remember the last time MJF won a match without cheating. Legitimately can't. Um, but he, he does this, he taps him. I was a little surprised by that. Then they go for the handshake afterwards, and MJF sort of considering it. But from out of nowhere, the firm's here. Lee Moriarty stops the handshake by attacking Wheeler Yuta. And MJF is sort of like, oh, eh, I don't like this. Like, he's sort of teasing some babyface stuff here that he, he has some respect. Well, what did you think of this post-match angle with the – well, I, I guess I'll just finish it here and then get your full thoughts. And then to chase them off as Stokely Hathaway passes MJF the ring. William Regal struts out, puts on his famous brass knuckles, and strides towards the ring. I I gotta say, this was all a little a little uh, interesting, but I gotta say, lo love seeing uh, Will with the brass knuckles out to to strap some weaponry and scare off all the hooligans. What did you think of this post match angles? 
Yeah, maybe a little bit unnecessary. I thought it was maybe a little overcooked, uh, but I, I loved the Regal having the brass knucks and sort of the idea that he always has them on him. Uh, perfect continuation of like Regal stories and just sort of the way you expect him to carry himself. Um, I thought that was great. So worth it for that moment. As soon as Regal comes out, this crowd kicks into a you fucked up chant for MJF, which I thought was outstanding. Uh, I love that old man Regal somehow has like some of that Minoru Suzuki, like, oh, it's still business time when this guy comes around. Like at 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, here's, this is the boss. Uh, speaking of which, rest in peace, Antonio Inoki, who absolutely carried that with them uh, up until the last two. Uh, great stuff by the crowd here. And it, it, I saw some people complaining that it's like, Oh, this is sort of weird motivation for MJF. I don't mind him like doing some like baby safe face seeds for down the line. Like eventually he's turning baby face. And you could still spin it in a heel way where it's like he does. He made very clear that he pays them uh, to do what he says. And he didn't tell them to do that. It's the principle of that. Anyway, um, some interesting stuff in the chat quickly to get to. Uh, Yuda's going to turn on BCC when Garcia finally joins. I don't mind that. Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice post-match was weird. Didn't enhance what we just saw. I like MJF winning clean though. He's good. And shouldn't have to cheat every time. Uh, Separate one, a big take here. MJF and Britt Baker are two sides of the same coin to me. Their opponents usually get buried in the lead-up promos because they can't keep up, and they come out worse on the other side of the feud. What do you think of that? I think I'd have to think about it more. Like, Thunder Rosa definitely came out better from feuding with Britt. Um, so there's there's one that I can think of that is an exception. But yeah, I, I'm sure... I, I just don't know how I feel about that idea in principle. Like, I, I want sure. a wrestler to go as hard as they can. And if that involves, you know, if the other wrestler can't and gets swallowed, I, the consumer, want the best product. Like, I remember CM Punk had a bit of that. It's like, oh, he's not making Curtis Axel here. He's destroying him. So you want CM Punk to come down to Curtis Axel's level? Like, you're going to have to build it. You're going to invent a new elevator. Like, it's, it's yeah, I, I guess I agree with, I, I do get that point. But I, I can also see, like, you know, Jericho, who is obviously in a way different part of his career has helped daniel garcia become mm -hmm. you know just sort of That's by placing point. him he could, he could easily eat that guy live on the mic if he wanted to and chooses not to because as you said you want the best product sometimes the best product is both guys are doing well versus like one guy is doing so well and the other guy is not doing well at all that's a great point. I, I guess sort of what I'm realizing as we talk about this is it's really just situation to situation for me. Absolutely I think right. it's Absolutely hard to right. have a, a hard rule about. I, I would imagine that if I thought about it for a while, there were probably people who were better at like carrying their opponents in those ways. Um, I'm just going to say Mick Foley's good at that because he's good at everything on the mic. So it's, it's it doesn't have to be. Group. It doesn't have to be a thing MJF does as well. It's sort of another important point I think to make on my on my own as I've written this up now twice. It's like he does not have to do that just because I want him to. It's got nothing to do with, uh, you know, his his path. Great stuff from the chat, though. I agree, Zoops. Uh, as always, some some thoughtful takes. I see Jay Eggs in the chat, who will, of course, thank him at the show and after the show. But doing this Toronto live show would have truly been impossible without his help. So uh, anyone coming, if you see Jay there, don't hesitate to buy him a cold gold or shake his hand or say, hey, thank you. Because uh, I, I, I think it's big for both of us, Zoops, that we would have greatly struggled to assemble this without him. Holy, I don't even know where we'd start, frankly. I, I, I'd start by just messaging him. Yeah. If, if we, we didn't just... have him, I would start again. <laughs> and just start again with him, right? Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> pertaining to Toronto next <clears throat> I believe I have come <laughs> to collect. <laughs> he's got his mic. He's got his fucking camera off. I knew when you turned your camera off. So <laughs> <laughs> you heard the song. 
Now it's time to play What's Matthew Eating? I'm going to take another bite. You've probably been listening for the last 30-odd seconds. I was. <laughs> My brain is broken. It's like, come on. Um, Matt, is it a sandwich? It's close to a sandwich. What the sa- is it? It's a wrap. It's it's a. I'll give you one last guess because you're getting closer. Is it a donair? Come I need, on. I need the structural integrity of it. Is it, a, is it a? Yeah, is it a donair? Good question. It's like it's like a. Is it like a. Okay, one last guess. It's not a donair. Was it like? Was it takeout? Can you give me that hint? It it came from a restaurant. Maddie Max and quesadilla. He said, he said it was like a sandwich, which to me is like, did he, would you order? Would he, would he order a burger takeout though? You know this guy, Josh. Would he do that? Yeah, with his wife. Yeah, on a Wednesday. Sure. I guess so. Maybe I don't know him as well as I'm. I heard crunch in a previous bite, and then that bite wasn't crunchy, so it makes me think um, he got like a big lettuce piece in his first bite on the edge, and now he's in the middle of the burger, and it's not as crunchy. He said it's like a, a sandwich. Is it a, a freaking hot dog he's having? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with hamburger. Is that a hamburger? hamburger? Yeah, hamburger for Zeus. Locking in a hamburger. Locking in a hamburger. Or like a burger, burger of some sort. If it's like a, you know, one of those, it's like a, you know, puck made of lentils. I still get it. Oh, I'm so sorry you came so close, but the winner is C Supa 55. It was a burrito. Oh, I was, that is like a sandwich. I said wrap. You didn't give me the, is it a wrap? All right, play that song. Just kidding. No. <laughs> I thought okay, you thanks were for playing. <laughs> I thought, I thought when, you know, when I, Josh will move on. When I said, is it like a rap? I thought he would, he would say, yeah, like, yes, it is a rap. And then I would be able to, like, specifically, you know what I mean? I was looking for him. I think I did there. say that. We can't, we, can't, we can't just do he listening. We, I was thinking, like, we can't just do one hand. We have to, like, be able to ask him questions. Anyway. You just can't even engage with the, the rules. It's, it's, all, it's all you're entering his game. He's just working the whole thing. The whole thing is him. It's a puppetry. I it's a can't engage. He's, oh, it's like a sandwich. It's a, oh, but not quite a wrap. It's like, goodbye and good night, Ben. Thank you, Anonymous Gifter. Uh, pertaining to Toronto next week, we had a Jericho and Danielson video package, uh, decent, leading to us backstage. All of JAS is there with Tony Schiavone. And the crux of this promo, I, again, I really man. like that this is, and thank you very much. Oh, not for the follow. Just for the Snake of Buns playing the Ass Man Hunt uh, sound alert. I love that sound. Billy Gunn. will be here a little, a little later on. We'll have Ass Man on the show. Well, You're not kidding. Talking well, about Ass Man. Heavily featured. It used to be the uh, intro of the show was Assman. Wow, that's right. And then we're like, oh, I guess we can't play a WWE song. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of anniversaries. Uh, but I really liked the angle that they took here in this promo, Zoobs, where uh, they let 2.0 do the large portion of the talking, and it's around the betrayal of Dan- of Daniel Garcia. How dare you spit on our face? Uh, not only turning your backs on JAS, but on this hat, and then maybe the best thing Jake Hager's ever said in his whole career, he just goes to the back, he's wearing the purple hat that Garcia threw away last week, and he just goes, I like this hat. It was it was <laughs> the best thing I think I've ever heard uh, Mr. Swagger say. And uh, we tee up for Toronto's presumably main event next week, Brian Danielson versus Jericho for the ROH World Championship. I'm pretty excited for it. Man, how perfect are 2.0? 
to be beside Chris Jericho. Like it's crazy. Those are the, per- for it. the, the perfect like Matt Lee especially is so perfect. Like he's it's 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 comedy and serious at the same time. And like there's comedy in how serious he is, but also right. we've seen on the promos like one on Twitter, like he could do serious, serious as well as anybody. Um it, it's so it's so perfect that he's that he's beside Jericho. It really is like it really is crazy the depth to, to, to what they have there. Totally agree. Qui-Gon Jennings, you saying maybe Hager's best moment on AAW. I think I agree. Why well, narrow uh, it down to AEW? Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. I mean, loved, loved uh, the, the Mex America run. Um, <laughs> I wonder, you. I wonder sometimes if we had, you know, if we had just had the same idea, you know, at the, at the absolute peak of NXT instead, right. To say our relationship was at the same speed it was a previous time, right. We're on here talking about this great NXT show. And then like a year and a half later, just, just absolute dredge. Would we still be doing it? If like NXT 2.0 was what we were covering. <laughs> It's like, oh, and here's, here's, uh, uh, uh Tony D'Angelo and, and yeah. he's here against, uh, flying, uh, flying feathers. It's against Merv Barkley. It's like, oh, Merv Barkley. In a, in a, uh, dance contest on NXT 2.0 and there's no hard cam. Future of the Wins Division, it's Cadence Cross against, uh, Malicious Mallory or whatever. You're like, okay, <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> Hey, okay, so you're joking, but Malicious Mallory does have some upside. Yeah. Let's Listen, still I've seen, yeah, I've seen some of the UK stuff. She's yeah, she's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, huge over there. Um, we get on to some well, uh, we get into a Jay Lethal match. He's here to take on Darby Allen. Quick question for you in the chat, Zoobs. Who's more overexposed to you, Jay Lethal or Adam Cole? Like if you if you had to watch one of oh the wrestle God, singles, Lethal. what a, I did not sign up for this. I did not sign up for Jay, Le- Jay Lethal every week. This is not what you talk about the the honeymoon period being over. There was a time early on in this dynamite where I was like, all right, the roster is what it is. I'll accept, you know, the the. I don't want to use Matt Hardy as the example, but you know what I mean? It's sort of like the, the, the Chris Daniels. I'll take the Chris Daniels match okay. that happens sometimes. Kazarian is on the show sometimes. I was, you know what? That's the spoonful of uh, the medicine going down, right? With the sugar you're having. The, right. the roster is at a point where I don't need to see Jay Lethal ever. I don't know what we're doing here. Jay Lethal every week. Jay Lethal promo package. Jay Lethal... This this is the sell for ROH. Is that what I'm to believe? The, the Tony's strategy for ROH is we have to watch Jay Lethal every week. No, thank you. Not what I signed up for. Not what this is supposed to be. I thought this match was a bit of a corker, if I'm being honest. Uh, sure. Not I, not better than the one right I get before it. it but it, just this happens every time. This, this happens all the time. It's like you're like I don't want to see Jay Lethal. I was like yeah, the match was pretty good. It's like yeah. I, just, I don't. I want to stop having that experience. As good as the matches may or may not be, I, I don't want to have the Jay Lethal experience. I'm down for more Darby Avalon wrestling on TV, something that I always think has been a good part of Dynamite when they've done it. Uh, I enjoy this match. I don't know about better than the main or better than the opener or anything, but I thought Dynamite was off to like a good wrestling start with this match, but it did just occur to me. I mean, every time Jay Lethal's out, it feels like there's this collective, mm-hmm. like, that's a weird, not like X-Pac heat, I guess, but just, it's weird. It's just, why I lost on me why he gets television time over so many others. Mm-hmm. up next here zoobs i think a little josh bait i uh, could have called it at a mile away finally the tnc title is booking as it should have been from the start we get wardlow versus the machine brian cage a quick point from the Please. chat i want to point out because they nailed it and it's somebody we're going to see next week marlon phillips with a great point in the chat my brother well, why did this match also have the pin attempts thing and also do the handshake thing right after Wheeler and MJF? 
classic classic AEW agent thing classic now i mean i feel like i don't think there might be not be a living soul on earth who's pointed out this shit more than me there might not be anyone but you know who gets it right the hellcat swagman my big brother hellcat's gonna be at wrestling brain live i tell you that much i'm gonna be honest marlon being there i think sold some tickets people were like oh you know this sort of it's like wait hellcat swagman's gonna be there so, so Mark, some people are looking for for photos with you. You got you got to and rolling deep. I might add. I'll just say this: bought multiple tickets. That's for sure. Oh yeah, I don't know if we can say who he's rolling with, but the the posse Marlon's showing with is money. M O N E Y. Uh, Brian Cage versus Wardlow is called a collision by commentary more than a wrestling match. I absolutely agree with this. Wardlow on offense is sort of doing like a wardlow's feeling himself thing now like in between bouts of offense he's like taz just like walking around rolling his shoulders it's like okay i'm all in on this um headbutts from the both of them tons of shoulder blocking big strikes this is my sort of match i i thought that this was uh, an absolute riot for as long as it lasted and if you would just do this once every two weeks of the tnt title i think wardlow would be insanely over right now uh am i overstating it zoos because this falls within my preferred style of wrestling or was this a good time had by all we've been saying this for weeks is like people ask people asking how do you how do you rectify the wardlow thing how do you heat the wardlow thing back up it's like give him guys his size that he can beat and let him beat them <laughs> like it's so it's really not that complicated to get a guy his size over with that does what he does it just sort of like give him guys like brian cage athletic big guys that he can that that can hang with him physically that he can beat because he's the champion and like let that don't you know aimless trios matches and and you know chasing guys around isn't how this guy's going to get made as tnt champion i think this was a much needed salve on the on the Wardlow thing and and a good show of how quickly I think it'll be able easy to get back on board. Right, if he just shows up and is a power guy and beats up other power guys doing power moves, we're gonna get back on board. That's all he needs to do. Well, dude, look at how quickly the crowd responded. Like power bomb, power bomb, Wardlow, Ward. Like this crowd loved this dude. I know that I am the Brian Cage defender, and the chat does not like him as much as I like him. I recognize he is a spotty wrestler. I love Shane uh mercer and gcw as well for similar reasons a big strong guy who yells and can do big strong guy moves is a uh, piece of my wrestling diet that i always want satiated and i just thought this was an absolute blast of a match for as long as it lasted but then the kings of agony run out after wardlow picks up his win for a post-match beat down they're here to support their uh uh embassy faction mate in brian cage but then who's out to even the odds it's samoa joe Oh my God, it's good to see this guy on TV. What? So first of all, I think this is what CM Punk would have been doing. So when I was saying months ago, Samoa Joe should be filling the hole that CM Punk would have done, I think that's literally what they're doing here. I think CM Punk was on track to be in the FTR Wardlow, now Joe faction. Um, I'm not going to make this a big Samoa Joe fest, except for plug my Patreon, patreon.com slash J0SHC. It's TNA month. Tons of TNA content up there this week. It's me and beloved Mr. Ferguson, a friend of the channel, a uh, wrestler here in the Pacific Northwest. We're reviewing Genesis 2016, TNA's biggest pay-per-view of that year. Lots of Samoa Joe talk on TNA month. But I thought here on, and $5 gets you into my Discord as well, the best place for wrestling discourse. Uh, but I just think it's great to see Samoa Joe Zoobs. He runs out, he dwarves everybody. He seems like the most important guy to me. And then out come FTR as the further backup. We've got a 4v4 of them squaring off against the heels here. Uh, we don't know exactly when it's going to pay off, but I'm excited for where this goes. Well, what do you think of this foursome here, Joe, Wardlow, and FTR? 
I mean, it, I, I feel two ways about it. It is still, this is classically like four guys that I'd rather see do singles matches in a tag match uh, than yeah. get pulled into a four-on-four four against somebody that's also a t- thrown-together team. Um, that aside, it's a, it's a group of guys I like. Hopefully gets Samoa Joe on TV. Hopefully gets us some FTR matches. So I like all these guys, that, and it's a good... I think it's a good pairing to sort of continue to get, if you're not going to do single matches every week, to continue to get board low in situations where he uh, is cheered with over acts and gets to do like tag in powerbomb guys and tag out, I think is sort of um, a good use for him if you're not going to always have him going one-on-one every week. So it all makes sense in that way. Um, so I'm in favor of it in general. It honestly got me thinking if Samoa Joe might be best served in a tag team at this point. Like if his body is broken down, he could do a lot for a younger guy who could do a little bit more of the work rate. Joe comes in for the finish. Like there's Joe is good at everything in wrestling. On this mic, on the commentary desk, in this ring. Also true of Samoa Joe. Um, and now, Zoobs, if you don't mind. If you don't mind. I don't mind. I'm 11.15. Holy cow. The first of three keep it or kick it, so you knew what we were getting to, Zeus. I mean, we spent 30 minutes late into the show. We're doing the first of three. Everybody knows the rules. Keep it, keep it, you like it. Kick it, you hate it. Of this wrestling prompt. Zeus, a very simple one this week. And Maddie, you get that music on hand. Keep it or kick it. This statement. Brian Cage should be used on dynamite more. Keep it or kick it. Let me know what they're saying, Zoobs. I'm gonna let them roll in. There's still there's still uh there's still lots to roll in here. I want them to continue to roll in, and I will start to go through. Um, Where would you, you be on this one? Let me let me read them out first, and then I'll I'll uh, I'll give you the I answer to that. I ask you to read them. He doesn't want to read them. Okay, you give me. I want to, I want to I give them more time them. to more time to go in. More time to go in. Here we go. Marlon Phillips is keeping it out of the gate. Sever one kicking soft keep from good friend Jake, and then Denny, Dennis Dirty Work and Thomas W also keeping a kick from Fruits Redible, then keeps. From Stegabon's area thrasher and uh, Matt, I'm guessing. Uh, C755 kicking it, and then Maddie Mac, Kawhi Gun and Juice keeping it. So called ET kicking it. Keeps from J Iggs and Tom Hummel. J Iggs says at least to the ROH launch. Cadenza says kick. Bobby Burritos saying keep. Hardest keep I've ever done. Corvax 1266 with a keep. Uh, can you say that louder, please? Said keep. And Thunderous G with a keep. I'm going to say a narrow edging there. Maybe 65-35 for team keep. I think Brian Cage won some fans over tonight. That's what I think. Um, Yeah, I, I guess I would keep it. I guess there's like, I would rather see him than Jay Lethal every now and then. That's for sure. If he, if he was on as TV as much as Jay Lethal was, I'd be ha- I'd probably be happier. I don't Prince think he needs Nana to make a title run. Prince part but... of the act too. Like him with Prince Nana is is cool. Yeah, he sounds like a Ninja Turtle sort of talking. <laughs> a guy auditioning to be a Ninja Turtle, sort of the vibe I got from him. <laughs> Not a Ninja Turtle, but a guy auditioning to be a Ninja Turtle. Yeah. We, what, what, what would you be doing in that situation if you were going out for the role of uh, Michelangelo? Oh, boy. I, it would be wrong of me to... I, I'd have to I'd prepare for it, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, you're no fool. You're going to play proper respect to the source material, and I, of course, appreciate that um absolutely bizarre segment here this should only this this reminds me of like 
TNA WCW is Britt Baker is backstage saying, I know everyone's got a question on their mind. Soraya has not been cleared to wrestle. So there you go. We can all move on. Nailed it. Then she walks off. Pretty cool. Yeah, I definitely (laughs) trust Britt Baker on this one. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Luckily, oh, hang on. Let me check the calendar. I was born on 2022. Ten oh four zoots yesterday. I was born yesterday, so this is very very easy for me uh, to buy a two- Huh? Yeah. What? what what what's that cow? Is it a cowboy over there? Is it a lasso? Sorry, it's my first rodeo. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Seems tell him once and then tell him twice. That's as good as it's ever been said. Um... Uh, I thought this was so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. I was offended. They've Soraya's like Macbeth. You, you say that on that. You, you get her involved in this show, and just lights come crashing down from the roof. Garbage. It's more like Macdeath. <laughs> but she's out here, uh, leading out the team of Athena, Willow, and Tony. Uh, Athena, we got to get rid of these wings. I know you love them, but she wears too much stuff to the ring. She's always wearing different, like ornate costumes that I'm supposed to know about because I'm. Obviously, also a nerd. So, sorry, guys. Just thought I thought I'd chime in here. Is it really dark for anyone else? What do you mean? Oh, oh <laughs> my god! So embarrassing. I had I had just like wool over my eyes there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> pretty scary stuff. Anyway, continue. I just wanted to consult my friends, see if they were experiencing the same thing. I'm so sorry. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. <laughs> Um, Soraya's out here. Uh, it's Athena, Willow Nightingale, and Tony Storm. And I think in ring, that's basically as good as the babyface team as you're gonna organize w- without, um, maybe Sheeta or, or a handful of others. But this is a strong in ring representation of babyfaces. They're here to take on uh Penelope Ford, Serena Deeb, and Jamie Hayter, who gets a big reaction on entrance here. And I actually thought this match kind of whipped. Um, you know me, I'm not Mr. Uh, six Man. But I think in doing these multi-women matches over the past couple weeks, we've sort of gotten a democracy on the division. Do you know what I'm I know that isn't really how you'd say it. Do you know what I'm trying to get at by saying that, Zoops? Yeah, I think you don't want to use the word like um, packing order, but you sort of you established a ranking of, of sort of tier list. Who are people reacting to? In what ways? What pairings are you? Could you maybe spurn something off into? It's been sort of a, you know, everything on display. And I think, listen, I think if you watch this match in the past couple of weeks, I don't know how you don't arrive at Willow Nightingale and Jamie Hayter need to be something reflecting the center of this division soon. The only problem with it is I don't know how long Jamie Hayter can stay healed. But as long as she can, uh, I think her and Willow at the center of this could genuinely do something like the people are ready for it. Is that overstating it Zoobs? Or would you maybe consider uh, a shift from Tony storm to one of those two? No, I, I think it put well put in the chat here uh, by uh, Bobby burritos. It doesn't, can't do anything wrong. Jeez. Uh, the booking that let everyone shine, which was nice to see. I think I can agree with that. I think you had very happy to see Willow get the pin. I thought that was like meaningful yeah. and we were sort of like, yes, noteworthy looks great. Um, I'm with you. I, I think, you know, as as much of a fumble as it was last week with the with the Soraya segment, uh, and like bringing everybody out, introducing them, I do appreciate. And we you talked last week, like it was almost insulting as as viewers to be like, we've been watching this for two years trying to get a women's division, and now you're coming out and like introducing it to us, like just show it to us. 
Um, this was a real a much better show of talent than last last week's like Lumberjill match or whatever they called it. Uh, Lumberjack match. Yes. Uh, such a such an increase. Just a much better use of 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 the division to show them all off. And uh yeah, I'm with you. And I like getting the follow-up interview with Willow at the end as mm. you know later on in the show. I think that's important if you're gonna build out these segments as being a bigger part of the show. So I want to take it. I want to take it optimistically and believe that this is signifying a beginning of like stories and segments and and new talent. Um, I I definitely believe in Willow and and the Jamie Hader thing. I, it's reminding me a little bit of the acclaimed, where it sort of starts mm -hmm, as a small mm -hmm. groundswell and then it sort of like becomes so undeniable in the arenas and in the buildings. It build, it bubbles over. I think that's um, an advantage that the company can have in building these things. And I think we're we're nearing that critical moment where they're going to have to pull the trigger on it and i think uh it's great if they strike correctly her versus brit will be i don't want to say enormous it will have gigantic rooting interest people will have as defined cheering in that as they ever will for a for a match for that title or even outside of the title picture frankly uh so great stuff uh, i'm buying stock and willow says tom hummel yeah i would be too Big time. Um, but like, yeah, I totally agree with Bobby there. It's been a worthwhile talent showcase, says Thomas W. That's a good way of putting it. Uh, see, sometimes people want to run with the bulls, but th this is a great keep, keep it or kick it looks simple. But 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 here's one for Qui Gon to get gin juice haters theme versus Willow's theme, keep it or kick it. That doesn't mean anything, it doesn't work. Did it, did it, did it. <laughs> I'm not sick of the theme anyway. I mean, it, it doesn't work. Uh, Jay is right. A great showing from Penelope, who was mostly selling and doing the handspring spot that she does in every match. But I agree. Um, she looks snappy here. Fun stuff. Yeah. Agree with Dennis Dirty Work that this should have been. I think you said this too, Zoobs, that this should have been in the, the spot last week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Post-match, Soraya runs out to brawl with Britt Baker. To me, implying and commentary says, looks like Britt's got some uh, bad information sources, uh, as it looks like Soraya will wrestle. I, I, I can't believe 10 minutes ago, Britt Baker was telling. <laughs> you know, so I, I just got to be honest here. It, seems, it was pretty hurtful that they, you know, it turned out five minutes, 10 minutes ago, Britt Baker was lying. I was a little PO. It's clever to have a bad sources underlying <laughs> story in this show. It's clever. It's, I'll, give them, I'll give them credit. That's a clever little thing to have said yeah you know it's just like no one wants to be no one wants to be gotten and i was a little you know it's like well she's out there punching it's like well hang on brit just well yeah the, what, which... but on a show where you were also told that the guy in the main event is sent home <laughs> it's pretty funny to be like you do a bad sources bit <laughs> and now zooms get your hand out and do this it is national scissoring day celebration those are the words said aloud up next national scissoring day celebration so i just thought that was an interesting way of phrasing it uh anthony bowens comes out after a great max caster rap and stands behind the podium and he says this is the first annual national scissoring day uh, a quick take from you here zoobs october 5th next year will there be a second annual on aw dynamite we can only hope i mean it won't be on dynamite of course it'll be uh thursday but right. um Will AEW acknowledge October fifth as this? They so. might, they might, they might, they might, because they're going to be in the they're going to be in the business of acknowledging the fourth anniversary of Dynamite that week. Anyway, right? One would think next year it'll be the fourth anniversary, so it'll be easy. What, what did we do last year? I'll look back and say, oh, we did Scissoring Day," and they'll schedule a tweet for the fifth to be like, "Today's Scissoring Day." And you know what? 
they've bought themselves seven years of just having to do that before they have to actually rampage. We got 25 years of DX. (laughs) So (laughs) we can do fucking a year of scissoring day. Uh, not my take. I saw this on Twitter. I wish I remembered to give the source, but somebody pointed out that next week is the 25th anniversary of DX on Raw, and on Dynamite, Billy Gunn is just straight up wrestling. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> which is great. Awesome. But uh, the crowd is loving everything involving scissoring here. They keep returning to this point that they are the best homegrown team in AEW. I think it's the champions. You can just say you're the best team in AEW, but I do understand that they want to draw this line as they are homegrown talent, and I understand why, especially given the current climate at AEW. Uh, they talk about having the best-selling shirt. Uh, that says more about the taste of people in wrestling. Uh, and then they're interrupted. Well, actually, I'll, I'll ask you. I'll ask you. What did you think of the big uh, scissoring celebration here? Zeus? I thought Bowen's was so fucking good. Uh, I thought it was really, really. I was, I was like, man, Bowen's and p- people in this chat and on this show have been ahead of me on this about how good Bowen's is. I've always been like, yeah, I think he's very good. Um, I think he is made complete with Caster. Mm-hmm. But it's like he's also very good on the on the on the mic. I thought he was excellent uh, throughout, and the, to the points you made, I thought they were strengths. I really did think those points um, were strong. As silly as those, as silly as the taste of the shirt may be, and as silly as like the homegrown point versus best point, I think it works for them. I think that continues to run with a the theme of like the 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 teams and people that get over in this company are are have figured out that you have to fight with your heart. Uh, it it was sort of like what do, what does it mean to them? What are they passionate about? Whether it's the what the normal thing would be or like what what has driven them it's like that has been their motivation and it, and it sort of has paid off and they get to say it now um totally. i think that was cool when i i did i also liked and i i sort of made note of this was like obviously this statement is made to be interrupted it's obviously like the whole point of it is that their next feud comes out and, and and argues with them um they let them like have the whole thing first right like bowen's got to say his whole thing and castor got to say his whole thing like they got they did get to have their moment with the fans and celebrate and uh this is the second time i think with the acclaimed run where i've come into it and been like yeah you have that danger of the day before it starts of like what if they're just not as over this time right or what if, what if they're slowly right like the second time they did the title match and it was like you know people were like oh you that that first night how much they wanted it makes them want it more the second night and it's like but what if they don't want it what if it was just like what if it was a special night and they were just as over uh, this, the second chime going to the titles, and they were just as over tonight. So, um, really happy to see it, and it's really been a, a measurable growth. And uh, not that I didn't think Caster was great as well, I just thought, man, Bowens was like leap off the screen, uh, great here for me. Yeah, I agree with you so far. Just to say, I feel like there's almost a disappearing wall between who the A side and B side is in that group. And I, I think they were one of the most defined Caster A side, Bowens B sides that we had. And now tonight, Bowens was the A-side. There's no getting around that. And uh, I think in general, that could... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see that grow, frankly. Uh, then Daddy Ass gets on the mic. Billy Gunn's here to talk about how he's partially responsible for this. And then they're interrupted by Swerve Strickland. Who frankly just says, this is some this is the most ridiculous thing I've seen in my whole life. And it feels a bit like your cool older brother. I mean, I don't have a cool older brother or an older brother. But I imagine this is what it would be like when your cool older brother walks in on you and your friends like doing a dorky activity. Like Swerve is so cool. And these guys are like, what? And then he's just like, what the fuck is going on here? And they're all just like, hmm. And uh, he wants a match with Billy Gunn in Toronto next week. And he's going to get it, Zoobs. Uh, part of our Toronto card is Billy Gunn for Swerve Strickland. 
and I'm capital S sold on this. How, how about you, the Zoots? How can you not mention The Rock? He brought oh, a rock. Sorry. Yes, of course. He brought a rock because rock beats scissors. So I was like, man, that's hard. It's hard to make that line and bringing a rock to this fight cool. And he pulled it off. He pulled it off. It's easy Very for that to look could. cheesy and silly. People, I was like, man, that got that was fucking cool as hell that he brought a rock out, a big ass rock. That's that's fucking awesome. Swerve is a Swerve is amazing at this. I can't believe Swerve was ever anything but amazing at this. Uh, and then this, you even get the silly reason for um, Smart Marching about it and say he's paper. I thought it was like a really clever little like your stage direction there is absolutely on point. Um, so I thought that was really nicely done. Yeah, listen, Daddy ass against I. I almost part of me like part of me almost dislikes um that Billy Gunn gets as much of the credit for this as he does. Sure. I agree with that to a degree. But if he's because just like, the it, fall guy, it, it like... is also it's also undeniable, right? Like that Billy Gunn turning on the gun the gun club and joining them cemented the next step up and they basically when he yep. won the title any. So it's like I don't think that I enjoy the Billy Gunn as much as some people do. Of all the early, you you remember that era, Zoobs, that were doing the show when almost every act had some old guy legend manager and then old woman too in Vicky Guerrero's case. Right. Who would have thought Billy Gunn would be the, the last one standing of all them? Jake the Snake, like I said, Vicky, a yeah. sinister minister was there for a moment. Um, of course, now I can't. I'm like, oh, there were so oh, many. Tully, oh, Tully, Tully, Tully yeah. Tully, Arn Anderson. Arn, thank you. Yeah, there, there really were just a plethora. Uh, and then, as Billy Gunn and the Acclaimed are going for the bipartisan scissoring to unite America, there's no left, no right, no red, no blue, just pink and scissoring, Smart Mark Sterling comes out in a pink suit to interrupt it. Uh, he ends up getting, he wants to take them on as clients, and they just do it so that the Acclaimed gets to beat up somebody in front of this crowd that loves them. They do that and let everybody know AEW stands for Acclaimed Every Wednesday. Oh. Perfect. And that was National Scissoring Day celebration. Well done. Well done. I'm glad. It, I'm glad. I was. I was pretty impressed with the way that this all came together. The, the, easy for those ones for those kind of segments to absolutely tank, and I. I didn't think this did. I was ready to hate it. Yeah. A Dark Order package plays us in uh, because Andrade is now no longer on TV. We get a trios title match. So uh, thank you cancellation. Uh, the titles. We we get a rampage match for the titles. It's the Dark Order. I, you know, I shouldn't be so diminutive about this because I do think it's nice that they still bring up Brody Lee's passing and like have anniversaries for it. Like, sure. I believe in that old adage of you die once and then you die a second time the last time your name's ever said aloud. And I think it's very nice that they do a lot to keep Brody's uh, name around. Uh, it just, it isn't tied to anyone I'm interested in here, but I do think the spirit of it is very nice. Uh, they're going to take on Death Triangle, uh, Joker Penta's back, and uh, that's this Friday. Dark Order against Dark Order for the Trios titles. Any chance Dark Order wins here, Zoobs, on the Brody anniversary? Finally, Trios titles action, which we've been begging for. Give me some, give me some Trios, you've been saying, yeah. nonstop. Yeah, Can't stop saying. Thanks, thanks, Andrade. Here's our weekly Trios up, our weekly Trios check. Yeah, Trios checking. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe I fucking don't care about the titles at all. So maybe they do win it. That's the perfect thing for Dark Order to have. Is a... <laughs> If Dark Order wins it, does that just mean like it's curtains for them? For the I wanted, titles, I mean, I wanted the I wanted the mask versus career match. I was excited for that. Yeah, me too. Um, 
yeah, I hope we we get some more good information and we get uh, the brawl for all Andrade versus Sammy eventually. <laughs> uh, we head backstage to um, uh, Madison Rain, who says she's been mentoring Sky Blue, who's beside her here, and sees a future star in front of her. Uh, they're interrupted by Anna and Tay of the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society. They shake their boobs and asses and say that this girl needs how to learn how to be entertaining, implying that they, like the old WWE divas, are being entertaining. But Madison Rain is teaching Sky Blue down the path of being an actual wrestler. I thought Sky Blue delivered the best promo of any of the four here, uh, which which was impressive. And they're they're getting to a tag match here. I don't know. It's I guess it's it's uh, entertainer versus pro wrestler is almost like a built-in trope now. JAS versus anybody else. So yeah, it's some stakes here, and uh, this is happening on Friday. Well, will you tune into that one? Uh, Madison Rain and Sky Blue versus uh, uh, Ty Mello and Anna Jesus. Doesn't look like that. My uh, a must-watch Dynamite for me. I will say. Yeah. yeah it's or not... must-watch. Pardon me. Rampage. Yeah, you 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 might miss that one. I might, I mean, I might have to miss it. Although there's probably nothing going on this Friday, but yeah, yeah. Even you know, you might have. What I heard, they got some new videos over on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know that's almost always true. You know, hundreds of videos are uploaded there a day. I'll tell you what. You go to our YouTube page. If you're listening on the podcast, and you said I didn't get to hear Force Abstract Association, I wish I could have heard that game get played. It sounded like a barrel of laughs. These guys are coming out of that laughing their heads off. You can go on our YouTube page Friday Friday afternoon. We we upload whatever the middle segment is that you don't get on the podcast. You can get it on our YouTube page. Just search for wrestling brand on YouTube. Love that Zooms. That, I mean, not that I like to please the nasty casties, but then the the, the, the those you know the, the, those cheapskates really. Let's call it what it is. They they can still go get pleased in their free way. Head on over to YouTube, or if they got an ad blocker, it's you know it's nothing. Yeah, but VOD Nation and people who are here live get to see it all in one big swoop. The lucky few. Well, I love them. Let, let's get make that clear. Yeah. Brainiacs live first. Hello to you in the chat. My heart to you. VOD Nation under that. Still have my respect. And yeah. then from there. Uh, Roosh versus Hanger up next here. That was good. Yeah, it's good. I like, Roosh has been good in, in AEW. Sort of yeah, he's been good. Roosh, uh, Bandito, it's sort of building out a nice... It's sort of funny... Um, that Roosh was, was like the was like the guy the guy that you're worried about, and Drade was the can't miss guy. It's like just put him in the ring and you can't miss. And it's like Roosh has come in and just wrestled good matches, and Andrade is like con- like not wrestling and <laughs> getting in trouble backstage with people. Some dumb angle all the time. Yeah. Some surrounded by losers getting the worst people on the show and being like, "Can I buy your services?" And it's like, uh... <laughs> hey, but to his credit, I was interested in this press ten Vance thing. It's the only thing I've been interested yes. in. The Dark Order's had their I hands agree. on in forever. I agree. I want that's, to see if you can get your hands on like I, I, your point is still obviously valid in every other instance. I just wanted to say like there was a chance of a turning of a corner here and hating Sammy Guevara is another way that you can get me to like you. And I think he would return as a baby face right now in quite a large way. And I think the main event tonight sort of proves that. Um, I agree with good friend Jake, though. Th- this ru- this match could have been longer. Yeah. Uh, don't agree with Aria Thrash. He says Rusha's back knee was so off-putting. Uh, Roosh is much better looking than me. I, I would every part of Roosh's looks I would trade for my own. Hey now, what? Yeah, you know, you're not better looking than you. Come on, Roosh. No, Matt, third party. Third party okay. here. You're better looking than Roosh. But Roosh, I, I mean, that's I mean that's that's not a guy. knock. Not, that's not a not, knock not, against Roosh. This isn't a knock on Roosh. Yeah. 
you Nothing have to be very nice to your <laughs> single friend. I get it, but but Rouge is a, a nice looking, a nice looking gentleman. Yeah. I, but yeah, well, I thought this. What we're saying short. is, when you see when you see him, put yourself. Dude, I, I, well, you're very sweet. I, I have broken brain. Like every time I see Hangman now, it's just the weirdest thing ever. Like I, I there's no, I don't know what he's doing on the show. Exactly what his role is. The post title seems like a tough time for booking for Tony Khan. He's not especially good at it. And I said on last week's show, but I, I'm still calling for the Hangman heel turn. I think it would have a lot of legs right now. And I thought tonight people were ready to cheer Roosh because of the Andrade uh, connection. I'm not saying turn him tonight. Like I would say plant some seeds, start getting there. Uh, but I just feel for Hangman. He's a guy who I think has had all of our love at different points. But seeing him versus Roosh tonight, it just feels like a good upper mid-card match. Like he doesn't feel like the AEW former champion to me. Is that overstating things, Zoobs? Maybe a little dire. He doesn't obviously doesn't have the heat that he once did, and and now he doesn't even have the Dark Order stuff. Um, I thought it was a bit of a like pretty uh, not uh, the 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 post match was like oh yeah you better sell the fucking title match between mox and the challenger who is your former champion that was like the guy that you built the show around for a year like you should probably add yeah. uh, a promo to this rivalry for sure i agree with the point of like he hasn't always known what to do after the title runs with some of these guys and and i think a little evident it's like at a certain point in this company you would be hard pressed to believe that mox against hangman for the title doesn't have any juice behind it but like it's like they almost forgot to build since the since the punk injury they sort of forgotten to build the main event scene and we talked about how disappointed we were in the tournament so i don't know that they even needed to appoint the champion that fast that they could have we, we could have had a bit of a like feeling out i don't even i don't know the further i get from it the more i'm upset about the suspensions in the first place but uh sort of the the idea of like it's not the most well-defined title feud right now that's for sure well, and to your point, John Moxley does come out here for a face-to-face -face with Hangman. And I, I gotta say, this is probably the weakest Mox promo in a minute. Not that it was horrible by any stretch. It was still good, better than average. It's funny, speaking of uh, how you view Hangman, I, it's not his own fault. It's not his own fault. I can't help but see Mox as the guy who, like, needs to go on vacation now. He he said it out loud, and I was like, I was just like man, I hope you get, go just take a break. Like, you just, like... He, brought on himself in saying that and i know that he obviously also said that he wants to be the ace he wants to carry the ball but like it's it became like palpable it's like please just let this guy go on break <laughs> i totally feel that I, I just didn't really it felt very non-mock sort of the content of his promo tonight where he was talking about how hangman's in the way of him being the guy and being the clear main event talent and it's like no he isn't you're de you're definitely above hangman in the pecking order what are you talking about it's like and, and you're you're the bulldozer the 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 boogeyman like why would you be like hey man you're in the way of me being the guy in no way is that true he <laughs> just is I did, not i did like the call that between them they beat everybody i thought that was a neat little yes neat little thing me and you beat everybody else here i've got respect for you it wasn't bad but by any stretch uh, I just feel like this is a bit of a juiceless feud. And for, like you pointed out, I can't say any better than that. Mox versus Hangman should be sort of a layup, big time, fiery feud. It's just going to happen on TV. Is there a chance Hangman wins that one, though, Zoobs? I saw some people floating that over on the old timeline. I don't see it. I don't think he has any sort of any sort of juice right now that makes me believe he's about to be crowned. Dark Order helps him cheat to win. Heal Hangman. Maybe. Maybe I don't even know that they would have that much heat right now. I'm and, just and, saying and, and shit. I'm not, I'm, for sure. I would for sure. I I'm pretty. I, he's pretty unlikely. Unlikely to me. Maybe it'd be a weird fallout from the Punk thing for Hangman to be the, top, be the champion. Maybe that's how you're gonna play it. Then maybe. 
Bobby Burrito said this in the Discord. Again, you can join that at patreon.com slash J0SHC. But this promo felt like a Bel Air direct insurance commercial. <laughs> yeah, it had too much of that feel, didn't it? Anyway, not just not the, the best work but, uh, between these two guys. I didn't mind it by any stretch, but there you go. Yeah. And now... Tony Schiavone is backstage with Willow. She wants a shot at Jade. The baddies show up and shove Willow. They point out that she's already lost twice to her. And uh, she goes, yep, but, you know, I keep getting back getting back up. Shoves the baddies back and sort of gets, shows a more aggressive side of this friendly, upbeat, bubbly, sort of Bailey-adjacent character. And uh, Sirius is up a little bit and gets in Jade's face. And we're getting that match for the TBS title. I don't expect she's going to win, but honestly, I was like, I would consider it if I was Tony Khan. This I would the, consider point, Willow yeah. meeting it. This is the point of Willow, right? It sort of is, and and the, maybe the point of what you've been doing with the two weeks, obviously that only that Soraya has been here. Um, this is sort of the what you do. Is it going to be a quick thing that you do right now? Uh, maybe not for me. I don't think that I would have her beat Jade now, but sort of like that, building that character in her of, of even just saying like, yeah, I I, I did lose to you twice but i'm getting better and i'm improved and 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 i i'm going to do it i think that i think that's there's value to that and and she plays it naturally i like willow a lot i like willow a lot too um she's just very natural on screen like when she's talking it doesn't feel like she's having to extend herself all that far and in that way she just gets to actually react in situations as she would that that sounds so simple but there's 70 percent of wrestlers do not fall under that category and i just think that at some point the jade win should be on somebody who needs to be made in my opinion like not somebody who's been on the roster so i think a baby face who needs making like it doesn't have to be now it doesn't have to be willow but there's a story to be told with jade being two and one still over her even if you want to put it right back on jade knowing that that can be broken she didn't make it to 40 and willow's sort of made in that one big win and can get a lot of uh, mileage out of that it's something i would definitely consider yeah i don't think like i don't think for jade to be jade she has to always be undefeated right she's still going to be a thing to beat her she's still going to win a lot she doesn't have to be you know 60 70 and oh i think you're right you see it all the time in you know you see it in 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 mixed martial arts as well like how how and and how does jade deal with the first loss it's also like a a fallout story you can tell versus like if she's just always invincible and nothing ever comes of it like i don't know so you you do eventually have to make somebody off of it totally uh, just to hop back a segment here for a second, we've got Maddie Mac and Jake in the chat. Sort of saying that Hangman has a, a cloud hanging over him that CM Punk uh, put on them. And I just want to let them know that that counts as CM Punk slander. So if Maddie, if you wouldn't mind banning Jake and Jake, if you wouldn't mind banning Maddie, that would be fantastic. <laughs> the two, Thanks, yeah, the, good thing to point out, the, the Lance and... <laughs> but just get them yeah. to, just got to ban each other and then... You're both gone. <laughs> just... I mean, <laughs> um jade is always booked as overpowered says denny sturdy work even with a loss it loses very little yeah I, I agree i agree especially if she wins it right back i'm three and one against them and if she talked about real combat sports like those sort of scores exist within rivalries uh manny pacquiao and um uh oh my lord oh he fought him four times no i fought him once anyway i'm not going to remember it's coming gone from my brain he, he fought him four times and end up getting ko'd in the third very interesting and, and good chemistry with him marquez thank you thank you to me uh those sort of scores do happen thank you brain for pulling that out right as i was ready to move along manuel marquez is that right something juan marquez juan manuel marquez thank you thunderous g you have saved my night 
a thousand kisses to you. That uh, was going to drive me crazy. It's funny. Good yep. friend Jake's still able to post. Maddie, do you... <laughs> Uh, let's hell? see. It appears as though he's gained the power to unblock himself. I, I'm ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, evil Luchasaurus and Christian are out. An act that I'm uh, really fond of here. Uh, just here to take on Fuego del Sol. Luchasaurus takes care of him in a moment. Uh, and then Jungle Boy runs out, and I audibly groaned. I was like, We no way, no, that was me when Jungle Boy ran out here because I like Luchasaurus and Christian a bunch. Uh, Jungle Boy grabs the mic and he does a, I thought, a pretty good promo here, actually. He says, I'm going to break your fingers, I'm going to break your toes, your arms, your legs. I'm going to break you. Pretty good stuff from the, the Jungle Man. I just don't know why these two are still in each other's... Like, you can even return to this later if you want, but get out of each other's orbits. Christian right. and Luchasaurus feel ready to fly, and if, if Jack Perry wants to change some things, I think he could too, but uh, get out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it, it, it seems like they'd never really let this, the 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 Luchasaurus thing just sort of never gets to have more than a full step forward momentum. It's disappointing. That's, yeah. Yeah, and for both of them, like in both ways, right? Yeah. This needs to shake out. Uh, regardless, I'm excited to see Christian in Toronto next week. I hope he yeah. can get like a little bit of an MJF in Long Island thing going on where he's being an asshole and we all love him for it. Yeah, I bet we get some Christian speaks next week. I do love when Christian speaks. Me too. Uh, and they let us know that Trent versus Pac is on Battle of the Belts this Friday. Wow, Battle yeah. of the Belts. What a lost fucking opportunity for this company. Yeah, what happened there? Who knows? Hmm. All like Pac and Trent would be a good match, to to be clear. I'm just saying, like, do these feel these are quarterly specials? Do these feel must see at all? They're quarterly? Jeez. Was they, didn't they just do one at the end of a boy? No, they did not feel special at all nothing it's just they gotta get out of that friday man that's not a good that's not a that's not a good scene that friday night shit that friday night late they've done saturday too though it's not a good scene i don't know i don't know where they're gonna go but it's not a good scene that friday slot they need What's to do Thursday? something i don't I think anything I don't, I don't know something though even thursday i don't know if they think they would like sap rampage i'm not really sure but what if it's time? I, I mean, rampage, I really rampage just think they, they don't put anything you have to see there. They they put absolute yeah. lock title matches. Yeah, like that. That's what these things are. It's three absolute lock title matches, and that's not just uh, do something off the wall. Like GCW got people to tune in when they did the Cardona wedding. Think 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 outside the box. Give people a reason to tune into Battle of the Belts because uh, this ain't it. Main event time. It's the everybody's favorite guy, Sammy Guevara, teaming here with Chris Jericho uh, against Brian Danielson and Daniel Garcia. Uh, a little tag team I like to call Brian Daniel Garcia. Hey, too good. Thank you. And I mean, who, who doesn't like these guys tagging together? It's great stuff. It's great stuff. Very natural team together, both in look and sort of as all we know about Daniel Garcia's chasing influence. Uh, I enjoyed this main event quite a bit. Zooms, what do you think of this one? Yeah, some gnarly stuff. Uh, that the table, the table not breaking on Brian always always looks so much worse than the table breaking. I'm a um, last man. Yeah, Sammy does have nuclear. You gotta say nuclear heat. Everyone seems to fucking hate his guts. So good for him on that. Is it good heat, Zooms? I feel like that's almost going to be the crux of the discussion around this match. Is the Sammy shadow over it? And thank you for the follow, Vice Nine Nine Nine. I think I know your brother City. Uh, but, but uh, grateful for the follow. Well, I 
You know City 9999? Well, I just... No comment, I guess, is what I have to say on that. I can't I can't really can't say anything else the more on the topic. I'm not I'm not looking to get anyone in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so uh all all I must say is that Sammy Guevara has heat, people are booing him. Doesn't feel like good heat to me. Like yeah, I mean, listen, I just been, beat this guy. I've been uh off the semi train for a long time, so imagine never being on it. Yeah. All right, great. Um, yeah, so it, it, like, yeah, I mean, when you went, yeah, I answer. I don't think it's good heat. No, I don't, not for sure. Um, yeah. uh, it, 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 it sort of represents um, the other cloud that hangs over this. We talked about the the punk cloud over over Hangman and sort of the thing that that continues to linger in the background of the show in general. Um, but there is no outlet for that. It, it is maybe a little bit of it going, going on to Hangman. This is at least somebody that like there is the outlet for the like mm. stop making things fucking weird and stupid uh you absolute knob uh heat that is all over this show sometimes well, well it's such a weird guy to be overshadowing the show like all, all due respect but at least when it's cm punk kenny omega the young bucks who is casting the shadow on the show it's like oh yeah those are the most important people on the show that's a pretty seismic i understand why this is happening that the buzz right as dynamite is going live is like oh sammy Guevara is in another backstage confrontation I just go yuck, man. Like, get this guy out of there. Like, that's honestly how I feel when I, I hear this stuff. And that's not going to win you fans. I agree with the chat. It feels like it's Sammy Heat. It's uh Maddie Max say people just hate him. I agree. Um, I don't know, man. And I did feel like it overshadowed this match a little bit. They heels do get the win over the team of Brian Danielson and Garcia here, which I wasn't expecting. Uh, maybe we can read that as Brian has a better chance than we thought at uh, beating Chris Jericho next week. We'll talk about that match and who we are picking at our live show uh, next week. Zoobs and I will go on the record, give our picks, break down the history of these guys' trilogy, and so much more. There's now three tickets left. Uh, you could be one of the people who has it. Can we get the link in the chat? Does somebody, Maddie, or somebody know how to do that? Is it exclamation mark something tickets? Live show. Live show. Thanks, Zoops. I see it there. Thanks, guys. Um, come hear us talk about that. We'd love to sell the thing out. I mean, it's a, it's already at a, where it's worth doing. But three yeah. more people? Come on. One of you, maybe even if you have a friend who's going, you know, come see, come, you know, even they don't know wrestling rings. There's some names on the list I don't recognize. It's like, oh, that's true. Same, same, yeah. Maybe buy a ticket so. and then walk into it, walk into the Tim Hortons with it in your hand. Say, <laughs> this place sucks. Follow me. I'm here to save you. Yeah. I have yes, yeah, so I have two tickets left to rest to wrestling brain. Hundred bucks. Who wants them? And then grab some of those. <laughs> yeah. Come with me if you want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jay is saying, I was surprised. I'm doing a contest at work related to Rampage and our audience and asked our audience to include their favorites. Sammy and Tay are about fifth on their list. Yeah, I do get the sense they have like some social media crossover, not with like the general public, but with like a little it. bit outside the wrestling bubble. Uh, Matt, you in particular were, were a little sour about uh, as we were watching this main event together tonight. I feel like you don't normally have, uh, you, you'll think things are good, but uh, take so strong in the negative. What was it that uh, had you so fired up about Sammy Guevara? Today? I, I I wasn't following AEW when he was suspended, but I, I sort of knew that he was suspended. He said something inappropriate. I didn't realize how inappropriate it was. And then you sort of like give yourself like, oh, like young and stupid. But he was 23 
years old when he said those horrible things about Sasha Banks. I don't even think it was just Sasha Banks that he said it about. And then I see today, like, you know, he's young. He needs time. And it's like Sammy Guevara is older than me. Sammy Guevara is older than me, someone who would not get that same benefit of the doubt if he did something half as bad. Yeah, It just makes no sense. And so I see his face, and I get so mad every time. His little tongue sticks out. And it's just, it, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating that there's so many better people to root for in this company. I just don't, it's not, it's not good heat. It, it, it's just like, throw him into the fire heat, you know? People want him gone. People don't enjoy booing him like they would enjoy booing other people. So I just got, I got so mad. I kept watching it. I saw him not just no sell, but just like completely disregard the entire story of a match when he was wrestling as like there, like there's the double elbows into the chest or into the neck area. And he just gets up and reverses it and like, (laughs) like it was nothing. It's like, well, what, what just happened before? Does that even matter to you? And it doesn't, he, he, he doesn't care. Uh, I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. I truly hate him. He's a vile human being. Um, Yeah, just uh, go fuck yourself, Sammy. Zoobs, if people like that strength of take, do you know where they can get more of that? Literally, I have no idea. Other than right here. This place next week. These Zoobs and I will be in Toronto at AEW Dynamite. (laughs) And in our stead, we are handing the Wednesday Night A Show, our beloved baby. It is never, ever ran without one of us here. It's going to be crazy. We are, and we are handing this car over to our beloved producer. Matt, is there a way to get you on screen right now? If not, it's, uh, it's not no really. Biggie. No. Okay. No, biggie. Yeah, it's not allowed. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's all the union <laughs> shit. I'm not um, decent right now. But Matt, you'd be on voice here for a second. You are going the moment Dynamite ends next week, when normally these Zoobs and I would be rocking with the Brainiacs, asking them the one to sevens, talking about the show. They can come here to twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain like they normally would, hear the intro, and see your face. Are you, do you know much? Like, at how a much bare, to at a bare minimum, that is what they'll get. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> they will see my show? face. They will, you know. There's so many, so many directions it can go. Just come <laughs> hang out, you know. If you can't, if you can't make it to the Toronto show, come hang out with me. It'll be a nice, it'll be a nice, relaxing talking about wrestling. I want to know, I want to know more. I don't really get the opportunity to know what the Brainiacs think, and so that's sort of what I, what I'm looking for. I want to see you. I want to see your takes. I can't wait. Next week, it's gonna be so much fun.